Warning, the following contains extreme language. Yes, who's gone, ladies and gentlemen? You got four days left. Hold on, where's my hand clap? Give me an applause again. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes, that is correct. Thomas Spada has four days left until he has to turn himself out and go to prison. Federal prison, where he'll probably be freaking have his pillow and his hot chocolate at night, and he can get up and chat on the phone. He'll probably have access to a cell phone and social media. But hey, he's still going to prison for five years. Ain't that some pimping shit? So, fuck Thomas Spada. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> so, here's some news for you, folks. It even gets more interesting because. Apparently, um, Thomas Spada is trying to um, overturn his conviction. And while he's doing that, he actually asked, well, his uh, lawyer did, actually asked for Thomas Spada to be free. Um, you're about to do five years in prison. like, And all of a sudden, the judge is just going to be like, yeah, you can go. Yeah, No, no, just go. You can be released. You're Thomas Spada. We trust you. No, denied. <clears throat> McPartland, denied. So... My thing is, how much of those five years is Thomas Spada actually going to do? Is he going to do like six months, most of it on quarantine, or most of it in protective custody, or most of it in freaking little kitty freaking prison, you know, where you go and you got a couch and you got your own room and your own cell and your own everything and you got a TV and then you could just leave at one o'clock in the morning and come back a half hour later. You know, one of those freaking uppity prisons that's not really prison. It's kind of like fucking day camp. That bullshit prison. How the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. Because the the people who the government who the government likes, they can go there. Nobody else can go there, but Thomas Spada can go there. That's, I would love to know. Love to know what prison he has to report to. Because I personally want to see the inside of that prison and how they operate. With that said, so before we continue, might I add that this has been going on, okay? Thomas Spada has been investigated, if I'm not mistaken, by what? The FBI? Since May of 2013. Folks, it's damn near 2022. Okay? Nine years. Nine years. This is how, like, this is how much they didn't want to put this fucking guy away, okay? This is how much they fucking did not want to put this guy away. Nine years. They've been investigating this guy and trying to fuck him, okay? Nine years when they, all the evidence they had was right in front of them. It wasn't until, um, what year, I think 2020, last year or even this year, that they actually barred him from practicing any type of law whatsoever. The district attorney, Thomas Spada, we're talking about. Really? Really? It took you that long to bar him? Like... Once again, folks, this is how much they didn't want to fuck him. Because, you know, when, when you're taking everybody's tax money and you're paying freaking people off so you could stay on top, those people like that money. And guess what? Those people that you paid off, they're on top too. So they don't want anything happening to Spada. I highly believe that Spada and McPartland, both of them, or at least one of them, are going to start spilling guts. Guarantee you they're going to start spilling their guts. They're gonna, that's going to be their last-ditch effort. And they're going to start spilling their guts, and they're going to expose everything. They're going to... They need... And I talked to Pretty Black about this, too, and he was laughing his ass off. He's like, yep, that's exactly what they... They need the Takashi 6 9 his ass. Like, listen, we're going to put you in the hardest fucking prison. You were the district attorney, and you fucked up bad. 
you're going to hardest fucking prison. So you better start telling us what you know. Everything. Well, I know this. No, 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 no. You better tell us more. Oh, I know. Nope, nope. Keep going. That's garbage. We already knew about that. Well, I knew about... Yep, the FBI already investigated that. Keep going. That's what they need to do to Spada. So they can put freaking Burke back behind bars. McPartland and Spada could freaking go behind bars, do their usual five times. They should have hit him with the hardest, the hardest charge ever. You realize, I said this the last time and I'll say it again. Spada didn't get a heavy sentence. He got the lightest possible sentence for everything he was found guilty on. He got the lightest possible sentence. The lightest possible sentence. Now let's get to McPartland. This is where it gets interesting, folks. A few days ago, about five days ago or so, I'm guesstimating, a very interesting situation just popped up with McPartland's brother-in-law, I believe. Oh, if I can find it. And I thought it was very, very interesting that that even happened. Let me look it up right here. I got my phone. Let me see. I'm going to look up um, reject district attorney. There we go. Spotter. I'm kidding, but no, seriously, he's a reject. I could say that. He got found guilty already. Fuck him. Okay, McPartland, McPartland. What was his name? There we go. Suffolk ex-cop. Yep, right here. Uh, Former detective John Oliva, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm reading this right off the Newsday um, advertised or the editorial, excuse me, John Oliva in 2019, former district attorney, uh, Suffolk detective, excuse me, not district attorney, Suffolk detective, and this was actually posted at 8.17 p.m. on December 1st, 2021, it was actually updated by one Nicole Fuller at Newsday.com, at Nicole Fuller, didn't we already discover that when you said Nicole Fuller at News, whatever, this is from Newsday. This is a Newsday editorial from a few days ago. You ready, folks? The Suffolk District Attorney's Office and ex-detective's defense team won his conviction toss for leaking to Newsday after an investigation found that the county's disgraced former top prosecutor and his chief aide pers- pursued the case for unconstitutional vindictive reasons. And you're going to find out the reason. This is so corny. This is really so... How, how did this guy get in trouble for this to begin with? But let's go. In a motion filed in state Supreme Court Tuesday, Garden City-based defense attorneys Donna Aldia, and I uh, apologize if I got the name wrong, and Bruce Barkett argued the conviction of former detective John Oliva should be vacated because he pleaded guilty through duress as a result of direct threats to harm his career of his brother-in-law the career of his brother-in-law by Christopher McPartland a top prosecutor okay so I made a mistake that's not the brother-in-law of uh, Christopher McPartland in other words Christopher McPartland I want to read it again just so just to make sure I'm not like mistaken Detective John should be vacated because he pleaded guilty through this duress quote-unquote as a result of quote-unquote direct threats to harm the career of his brother-in-law by Christopher McPartland, top prosecutor in the office of former district attorney Thomas Spada. Okay, so folks, I apologize. It wasn't, that wasn't McPartland's uh, brother-in-law. McPartland actually threatened to harm the career of that guy's brother-in-law. But what does that have to do with this guy? That's my question. Anyway, Spada and McPartland, now convicted felons, had obtained a court-sanctioned wiretap on Oliva's phone through quote-unquote another one. You're going to have a lot of quotes in here. Misrepresentations and fraud upon the, upon the court. 
and use personal information from listening to his conversations over four months to, quote-unquote, coerce his guilty plea. Um, so in other words, Spotland, uh, Spotland, <laughs> in other words, Spotland and McParta, <laughs> Spotland and McPartland obtained a court-sanctioned wiretap, okay? They were able to obtain a freaking wiretap from the court system. This is how crooked the court system is, folks. And you'll figure it out in two seconds when I get to the freaking actual point. And you're like, this is disgusting. The charge of official misconduct should never, should have never been filed, the lawyers argued, because Oliva had no intent to obtain a benefit or deprive another person of a benefit, a requirement of the statute, but only provided the information to Newsday to publicly expose police department corruption. Acting State Supreme Court Justice <clears throat> Fernando Camacho, the same judge who granted the wiretap in the first place and presided, presided over Oliva's prosecution, is scheduled to hear the argument on a motion in the Riverhead Court. Oh, God, does that not say conflict of interest all over it? He should not, okay, Fernando Camacho, Supreme Court Justice, let me rephrase that, ju uh, Supreme Court Justice Fernando Camacho, in my opinion, should not be seeing this case. He was the one who gave the wiretap to begin with. He gave the go-ahead for, for what? For what? And I'll tell you why. And you're going to listen to him like, you're serious. This is, this is, this little amount, this little amount of information consisted of a wiretap. Can you imagine how many wiretaps were going through Suffolk County? while Thomas Spada was in office, if he's going to wiretap this guy. Let's go. In a 30-page affirmation in support of the motion, Suffolk Prosecutor Howard S. Master, who heads the Office Conviction and Integrity Bureau, said in an investigation by the Bureau has, quote-unquote, substantiated Oliva's claim. Oliva was interviewed as part of the probe. And here's another quote. The testimony and judicial findings in the Spada case, which have been corroborated by CIB's own investigation, established that Oliva was investigated and prosecuted, excuse me, and prosecuted for unconstitutionally. What the fuck is an unconstitutional? Unconstitutional? U N C O N uncon S T. We got that. Unconst I T I O N A unconstitutionally whatever vindictive reasons master wrote in particular oliva was targeted for investigation and prosecution at the outset in order to punish him for becoming an enemy of spada mcparland and ex-suffolk police chief james burke and because he represented a threat to their corrupt hold on power. Now, well, here's the problem though. You know, James Burke is still being his name is still being brought up on other charges. Okay? On other cases. His name is still being brought up. James Burke only did his time for freaking uh what happened with Chris Loeb, for assaulting Chris Loeb. And probably a few other things. But there's still a lot of information that Thomas Potter is getting dirt dished on him for. And the whole time, James Burke's name continuously gets thrown in. But James Burke is no, he's no void. He's nowhere to be found. It's almost like the courts are like, well, no, we, we already gave him his time. Let's move on to stop, stop it, stop it. No, 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 no. And it's almost like you have to freaking push him and push him and push him and push him and push him to get freaking justice in the legal system here in Suffolk County. 
if they're part of the legal system. Holy shit, if I would have done that or you would have done that, there wouldn't have been no nine-year investigation. There would have been like a nine-day investigation, and we would have been locked up in an hour. We would have lost our job, our social media. We would have been out and on parole now.